Yo, happy, happy Wednesday, guys. Welcome to another episode. Um, I'm excited for this one, to be honest, because... You know what? Before I actually start talking, I hope you guys are doing amazing. I hope you guys are still healthy and grateful, um, you know, every single day. I hope you guys are, you know, saying your your gratitudes and uh, affirmations out loud every single morning, every single night, because you guys deserve the very best. You just got to, you know, go after it because no one's going to give it to you. But guys, like I said, I'm super excited for today's episode uh, because... <laughs> I took my, you know, I've said this before, I use my notes to kind of, um, you know, put together episodes so that way I can actually give you guys the most gems as possible. And this week, this, you know, the topic that I will discuss today is just, oh, how do I say that? It's, it's. Uh, you just you just have to listen. You just have to stick around and listen, to be honest, because I don't want to spill the juice. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> uh, be a vibe killer and give you guys a summary of this episode because you just have to stick around and listen to it. But guys, let's get into it. Uh, in previous episode, I actually spoke about the love design and the love pain. If you haven't had the chance to listen to it, please go back and listen to that episode. Now, honestly, if you haven't listened to any episode, Please go back to the first episode and start listening to it because I promise you that, you know, after each episode, you will learn something new. Because even I re-listen to my my episodes and I still learn something new, you know. But I spoke of the love design and the love pain last week. And basically what I said is that you've got to develop strategies if you want to maximize your growth, right? And that you have to... You know, you've got to plan forward to do so. And life is not a dress rehearsal. You know, a lot of people treat life as a dress rehearsal. But guys, we don't we don't get the chance to warm up first. You just got to give your best from the jump, right? So the law of pain teaches us that no matter what you have gone through in life or what you're currently going through in life, you have the opportunity to grow from it. Right? It's something very difficult to see the opportunity in the midst of, of the pain, but it is there. Right? You just you just you know you, you must be willing to not only look for it but also pursue it. Alright, so in today's episode I'll be going over the law of the ladder and the law of the rubber band. And if there is something I learned from the law of the ladder, it is that character growth determines the height of your personal growth. See, achievement to most people is something you do, right? But to the high achiever itself, it is something you are, right? And when we're looking for someone in life to guide us, right, to help us grow and develop, to mentor us, you know, you want to ask yourself what values, personal traits, or characteristics do I look for and admire in a coach, a mentor, a leader, or whatever you're looking for, right? And I can tell you right now that honesty is a quality that is most admired. And why is that you ask? Because guys, honesty is the core of good character. It is the quality that most, you know, enhances or damages person's reputation. It can literally make you or break you, right? But before you go out there and seek a coach, a mentor, a leader, or whoever, you have to start relying on yourself first every single day before you can start relying on someone else. 
And that is why character is so important. If you cannot trust yourself, you won't ever be able to grow. Right? Good character with honesty and integrity at its, like, at its core is essential to success in any area of life. And without it, a person is building on shifting sand, to be honest. Right? So people often focus on you know, their personal capacity without developing character. And I might, I might talk more on, you know, professional side than, than personal, but you can still merge those two, right? People often focus on their personal capacity without developing character. And, you know, it almost always costs them in the end. Because think about it, and I, I can relate to this as well. You know, it will cost you, you know, personal relationships, and often even your own career, right? And it is like climbing a long extension ladder that lacks the proper support, right? So the higher a person climbs, the wobblier and more unstable it can become until the person climbing finally falls, right? So... 99%, I'm not making this up, I can back this up with, you know, uh, resources. This is, this is actually a research that have, uh, that took place, right? 99% of leadership failures are failures of character. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I, I can, I can see this, right? So are 99% of all other failures to be honest, right? not just leadership, but also any other type of failure. It's because failures of character. See, most people focus too much on competence and too little on character. You know, like think about it, like how often does a person miss a deadline because he didn't follow through when he should have? Right? How many times do people get lower grades on tests than they could have because they didn't study as much as they should have? Right? How frequently do people fail to grow not because they didn't have the time to read helpful books, but because they chose to spend their time and their money on something else that was less worthwhile? Right? All of these shortcomings are the results of character net capacity. So again, character growth determines the height of your personal growth. And that is the law of the ladder. So basically, what you want to do within the law of the ladder, you want to focus on being better on the inside than on the outside. Because character matters. And yeah, of course, like it is, it is human desire to be concerned about how we look on the outside and there's nothing wrong with that but what can you know get us in trouble is worrying more about how we look on the outside than how we really are on the inside our reputation comes from what others believe about our outside <laughs> and our character represents who we are on the inside and the good news, guys, is that if you focus on being better on the inside than on the outside, over time, you will also become better on the outside. 
And besides, you know, character matters. What we believe also really matters. Because at the end of the day, guys, we reap what we sow. What we do or, or neglect to do in the privacy of our daily lives impacts who we are. If you neglect your, wow, if you neglect your heart, right, your mind and soul, it changes who you are on the outside as well as on the inside. So remember, guys, that inside victories precede outside ones. If you do the things you need to do when you need to do them, then someday, you know, you can do the things you want to do when you want them to do. In other words, before you can do, you must be. I didn't, in my life, I have often, you know, you know, come across people who seem to be doing all the right things in life on the outside. You know, yet they were not really experiencing any type of success. And I learned when, you know, that when, when that happens, it's usually that there is something wrong on the inside and that needs to, you know, be changed. Because the right motions outwardly with wrong motives inwardly will not bring lasting progress. Right outward talking with wrong inward thinking will not bring lasting success. Expressions of care on the outside with a heart of hatred or contempt on the inside will not bring lasting peace. Continual growth and lasting success are the results of aligning the inside and the outside of our lives. You know, and getting the inside right, you know, must come first with a solid character traits that provide the foundation of, you know, for growth. So, a lot of, I think a lot of people get confused on this. I think a lot of people feel like they don't have control over certain things in life. And that is false. Like, our inside development is totally within our control. Like, totally within our control. Right? Of course, we cannot, you know, you know determine what happens to us at some times. But we can always determine what happens within us. You know, in Jim Rohn... I've said this before. He's one of my favorite individuals um, to study, to listen to, to take notes, to take notes on. Uh, fortunately, he passed away in 2009. But he said character is a quality that embodies many important traits such as integrity, courage, perseverance, confidence, and wisdom. Unlike your fingerprints that you were born with and can't change, character is something that you create within yourself and must take responsibility for changing. He was a very wise man. Like, that's the reason why I love to listen to him and, and, and study him. Because what he says makes sense. <laughs> right? So, when we fail to make the right character choices within us, that is the exact moment that we lose control because we give away ownership of ourselves. At that point, we belong to others, right? To whatever gains control of us. 
And that puts us in a bad place. Because how can you ever reach your potential and become the person you can be if others are making your choices for you? Like that is something to think about. Like how can you ever reach your potential and become the person you can be if others are making your choices for you? Make it make sense. <laughs> and if you didn't know yet, right, there's a golden rule. Actually, there are a couple of golden rules uh, when it comes to personal growth. All right, first, people matter. People matter. You know, and there's a, a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Like, ask yourself what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. Right? It prompts you to focus on other people instead of just focusing on yourself. It leads you to be empathetic. It encourages you to take the high road. And if you stick to it, guys, especially when it's difficult, you cannot help but become the kind of person others want to be around. Right? And I was talking about a couple of golden rules. So, you know, people matter is one of them. But passion also matters too. Right? What I'm saying with this is that we will only teach what we believe. What do I mean by that? If there's a concept or, or, or something out there that you truly believe in, you are passionate about sharing that with other people. Right? Because it's something you truly believe in. But when someone teaches something they don't, don't believe in, they are a hypocrite. Right? So since the day I knew that I only spoke on what I believed in, was also the day that I realized that borrowed beliefs have no passion, and therefore no power and no impact. Right? Borrowed beliefs have no passion, therefore no power and no impact. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. So along with the above, it is important to value humility as well above all virtues. Right? Because perspective matters. And I think, you know, anyone who is honest with themselves realizes that they fall short of where they could be and should be in life, right? You know, and, and I think everyone's seen Forrest Gump, right? The movie Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks. And he said in the movie, you know, life, um, you know, he said that life is a box of chocolates. I think, I think personally it's more like a jar of like jalapenos, Right? Because what we do today might burn our butts tomorrow. Because what we decide to do today, right? How we, you know, what we decide to, to, to be, you know, our behaviors will have consequences for tomorrow. And of course, you know, like we don't intend to make mistakes and to fall short on purpose, but we still do, Right? And, and there's, there's this quote, and it says, I've concluded that while nobody plans to mess up their life, 
The problem is that few of us plan not to. Right? And that is, we don't put the necessary safeguards in place to ensure a happy ending. So how, how do we do that? Right? You've got to remember the big picture. Right? Remember the big picture. Like, why do you do the things you do? What, what is your purpose? What is your goal? What is your reason why? Who do you do it for? Right? Things like that. Like, remember the big picture. You also want to recognize that everyone has weaknesses. Right? Even you and I. <laughs> but admitting our weaknesses, guys being patient with other people's weaknesses and being open to correction makes us humble and being humble is such a pure and genuine characteristic to have right along with that you want to be teachable right I've I've ha I have many mentors and since day one they always told me be teachable and be coachable. And I never understood like I understood why but I never understood the bigger picture behind it. But now I do because at you know at times in life I surround my pe like I surround myself with people who have a beginner's mindset. And why is that? Because they think of themselves as apprentices instead of experts, right? And as a result, you know, they have a humble and teachable posture. They try to see things from other people's perspective, right? They're open to new ideas. They possess a thirst for knowledge. They ask questions and know how to listen and take notes. And they gather as much you know, information is possible before making decisions. And I, I truly admire such people. And I, you know, I'm working on to be like them every single day. Because it will, you know, bring you far in life. It will take you far in life. So you also want to be willing to serve others. Right? Serve others. Knowing myself, I'm more of a giver than a taker um, by nature. And when I studied, you know, certain things, I also saw how not necessarily beneficial serving others is, but how impactful, impactful it can be and what the reward can be for you. Right. So, you know, a few things are better for cultivating character and developing humility than serving others. You know, putting others first right sizes our egos and perspective. And, I, you know, if you're a leader, if you're a coach, a mentor, then especially, you know, then you especially need to remember this because you can get used to being served by others and come to think that you're entitled to it. All right. So we have, remember the bigger, you know, the bigger picture, recognize that everyone has weaknesses, uh, be teachable, be willing to serve others. We also have 
being grateful. I am lately very conscious of the fact that I have been blessed. And sometimes I feel like I don't deserve what I've received in life. And I'm talking about not the bad things, but like the good things. And I mean that in like a humble way. Right? But I'm super, super grateful. Like me, I, I believe in God. You don't have to believe in God. Like it's all good. You know, it's all love at the end of the day. But I, like I feel I am indebted to God and to others. Right. And because of that, I try to maintain an attitude of gratitude. And, you know, it isn't always easy. Right. Because. We do not stay grateful because that makes us indebted. And we don't want to be indebted. Right. But I found out that gratitude is acknowledging that someone did something for me that I could not do for myself. Gratitude expresses our vulnerability and our dependence on others. And I think that is the reason why you know, people don't, don't show gratitude. Because it's the ego that's taking over. It's the ego telling us like, we don't need someone else. Like I didn't ask for help. While we actually know in the back of our head, back of our mind, that we needed help, that we couldn't do this without them, right? And there's a, a, a Chinese proverb that says, uh, those who drink the water must remember those who dug the well. Right? And everything we do, every accomplishment we have, every milestone we pass, you know, has come in part because of the efforts of other people. They're no self-made men or women. Like people that say they're self-made, that's, that's selfish. <laughs> right? And what I want to give you guys is that if we can remember that we can be grateful, right? And that if we are grateful, we are more likely to develop good character than if we aren't grateful. Right? Because, I, th- I don't know if I pronounce his name right, but Confuci- Confucius, I think it's, that's how I pronounce it. But he said, hum- humility is the solid foundation of all the virtues. So in other words, it paves the way for character growth. And that sets us up for personal growth. And these things are definitely connected. Right? And we are coming to an end of the law of the ladder. But before we actually close this law, uh, you know, make sure you strive to finish well at all times because faithfulness matters. Right? To do the right thing. Right? I don't want. I don't want to wait to feel like it. I don't want to wait to feel like I'm ready to do the right thing. Right? I recognize that emotion follows motion. So what do I mean? Do the right thing and you will feel right. Do the wrong thing and you will feel bad. Right? If you take control of your behavior, your emotions, right, it will fall into place. And if we focus on personal character, 
We will definitely make the world a better place. I did not mean to rhyme. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just, you know, the way it is. So if we desire to, to close the law of the ladder, if we desire to grow and reach our potential, right? We must pay more attention to our character than to our success. We must recognize that personal growth means more than expanding our minds and adding you know, to our skills. It means increasing our capacity as human beings. It means maintaining core integrity even when it hurts. It means, you know, being who we should be, not just being where we want to be. It means maturing our souls, right? And there's a, phys a physician and an author, his name is Orson Sweat Martin, and he once described, you know, a successful person by saying he was born mud and died marble. And when I, when I read this, I was like, that's an interesting metaphor, right? It's an interesting metaphor to you to look at various lives. Because some people are born mud and they remain mud. And that's, that's sad, that's unfortunate. You know, but you also have, you know, some that born marble and die mud. Some are born mud, dream of marble, but remain mud. But many, you know, many people of high character have been born mud and die marble. Yo, honestly, like, I, I find that a beautiful thought. Like, that's very something to think about. I, and, I, and I hope that can be said of, you know, me at the end of my life. And I hope the same for you, right? So let's switch over to the law of the rubber band. And you all know how I like to give an, I guess, an icebreaker before starting to discuss the topic, you know, in, in depth. So for this one, I have the following for you guys. <laughs> Growth stops when you lose the tension between where you are and where you could be. Only a mediocre person is always at his best. And you guys know, I love citating quotes. Uh, citing, citating? I don't know, but I love, I love quotes. <laughs> uh, and I also love to apply those quotes in my episodes. And, oh my God, I came across this quote and it said, God's gift to us is potential. And our gift to God is developing it. And that made me think a lot, to be honest. Uh, and that made me also more grateful. And more, how do I say that? Proactive. You know, and, and, and I started taking more initiative. And actually developing the gift that I was gifted with by you know, the higher power that I believe in. So for the people that feel the same way, you know, um, how do we, how do we do that? How do we develop our potential? And it starts by getting out of our comfort zone because guys, 
our comfort zone, nothing grows in there. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Right? And also by continually stretching, not only physically, which I need to do more of, <laughs> uh, but also mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Because life begins at the end of our comfort zone. And we go there by stretching. And that is the exact reason why rubber bands are only useful when they are stretched. Right? And I understand only a few people want to stretch. But, you know, most people only use a small fraction of their ability and rarely strive to reach their full potential. There's no tension to grow in their lives, like little desire to even stretch. Right? And sadly, a third of high school graduates never read another book for the rest of their lives. And 42% of college graduates right, never read a book after college. And this was published by David Godin. And he claims that only 32% of the U.S. population has ever been in a bookstore. And you know, I don't know if people are aware of the gap between where they are and where they could be. But <laughs> relatively a few seem to be reading books to try to close it. And too many people are willing to settle for average in life. And is that bad? You know what? Just just listen to this description, right? Written by Edmund Gaudet, and then you decide. Alright? So the question was, guys, is it bad to settle for average in life? Average is what what the failures claim to be when their family and friends ask them why they are not more successful. Average is the top of the bottom, the best of the worst, the bottom of the top, the worst of the best. <laughs> Which one are you? Let me say that again because I went too fast. Average is the top of the bottom, the best of the worst, the bottom of the top, the worst of the best. Pick your poison. Average means being run of the mill. Mediocre, insignificant, and also ran a non a nonity. Being average is the lazy person's cop out. It's lacking the guts to take a stand in life. It's living by default. Being average, guys, is to take up space for no purpose. To take the trip through life, but never to pay the fare. To return no interest in God's investment in you. Or whichever high power you believe in. Right? Being average is to pass one's life away with time, rather than to pass one's time away with life. It's to kill time rather than to work it to death. To be average is to be forgotten once you pass from this life. The successful are remembered for their contribution. Wow, wow, I can't even. 
contributions, right? The successful are remembered for their contributions. The failures are remembered because they tried. But the average, the silent majority is just forgotten. To be average is to commit the greatest crime one can against oneself, against humanity and, and, and one's God or higher power. So you decide, is it bad to live average in life? I don't, I don't do average. <laughs> I don't do average. All right, and I hope, uh, I, I sincerely hope you're not gonna do average either. But I, you know, I believe most people are naturally tempted to settle into a comfort zone where they choose comfort over potential. Right? They fall into, you know, familiar patterns and habits, right? They're doing the same things in the same ways with the same people at the same time, getting the same results. Guys, that's called insanity. And of course, you know, it, it is it is true that being in your comfort zone may feel good, but it leads to mediocrity and therefore dissatisfaction. All right, if you plan on being anything less than you're capable of being, you will probably be probably be unhappy all the days of your life. And if you ever, you know, if you have ever settled, settled for the status quo and then wondered why your life isn't going the way you'd hoped for, then you need to realize that you will only reach your potential if you have the courage to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and break out of a mindset of mediocrity. You must be willing to leave behind what feels familiar, safe, and secure. You must give up excuses and push forward. You must be willing to face the tension that comes from, you know, stretching towards your potential. And that is, you know, that's the only way to avoid what poet John Greenleaf Whittier described when he wrote, For all sad words of tongue or a pen, the saddest are these, it might have been. Guys, reaching your potential starts on the inside. You know, your circumstances may be, you know, uncongenial, but they shall not long remain so if you but perceive an ideal and strive to reach it. Right? You cannot travel within and stand still without. And research actually showed that most people don't like their current jobs. And I find it odd they don't, you know, they don't make a change. So what is actually stopping them, right? Their comfort zone. <laughs> you know, most, most people want to lose weight, but they don't make the effort to do so, right? People, you know, want to write a book. But when someone asks them, have you started writing yet? The answer is almost always no. So instead of wishing, wanting, and waiting, people need to search inside themselves for reasons to start. 
right? It is, it's, it's wise to remember that our situation in life is mainly due to the choices we make and the actions we do or perhaps fail to take, right? And the older we are, you know, the more responsible we are for our situation. And if you are merely average or if you are no closer to your dream this year than you were last year, right? You can choose to accept it, defend it, cover it up and explain it away. Or you can choose to change it, grow from it and forge a new path. You know, in Jim Rohn, uh, he observed um, every life form seems to strive to its maximum except human beings. You know, how tall will a tree grow? As tall as it's po- you know, as it possibly can. Human beings, on the other hand, have been given the dignity of choice. You can choose to be all or you can choose to be less. Why not tre- you know, stretch up to the full measure of the challenge and see what all you know what all you can do? I told you this man was wise. <laughs> So, <clears throat> I apologize. Like I said <clears throat> earlier, growth doesn't come from staying in your comfort zone, right? You cannot improve and avoid change at the same time. So how do we embrace change and kick ourselves out of our comfort zone? First of all, right, we got to stop looking over our shoulder. Because it is difficult to focus on your past and change in the present. So to grow, right, we must be willing to let our present and future be totally unlike our past. Because our history, guys, is not our destiny. If you want to grow and change, you must take risks. And when I, you know, when people talk about risks, people call those people gamblers. Guys, risk has, you know, like, there's a huge advantage when it comes to risk. Because people who take risk learn more and faster than those who don't take risk. Because their depth and range of experience is often greater than people that don't take risk. People that take risk, you know, they learn how to solve problems. And all of those things, guys, help a person to actually grow. The greatest stretching seasons of life come when we do what, you know, comes when we do what we have never done. You know, when we, when we push ourselves harder, right, and reach in a way that is uncomfortable to us. And it, it takes courage, I know, but the good, wow, the good, <laughs> the good news, guys, is that it causes us to grow in ways we thought were impossible. So people who live by the law of the rubber band and use the tension between where they are and where they could be right, as a, how do I say that, as a red line, right, 
can distinguish themselves from their peers. And, 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 you know, don't get it twisted. Like stretching can become a lifestyle if you're dedicated, you know, to intentionally change and grow. But unfortunately, you know, too many people have already given up. And why is that? Because once they have tasted a little bit of success, they are satisfied. You know, those are the average people. Right? So I'm going to leave y'all with this, all right, um, for this week. If you won't be better tomorrow than you were today, then what do you need tomorrow for? I'm going to say that one more time. If you won't be better tomorrow than you were today, then what do you need tomorrow for? Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for your support, all the feedback. I really appreciate it. Um, and have a, you know, like have an amazing rest of our week. Uh, if there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's get it, family. I love you guys. Take care.